Telemarketing is an approach widely used in the technology sector. Some companies support the calling activity with other marketing, such as um, email, webinars, events, white paper downloads, and so on. But what makes telemarketing really work in this field? In this podcast, we look at five factors to ensure that technology cold calling delivers on expectations. The first one is that target audience definition is crucial. The importance of targeting is nothing unusual, but technology companies often focus on too few target companies, resulting in a campaign that's ineffective and short-lived, and it doesn't benefit from pipeline building, or they go too wide, meaning that the proposition can be undifferentiated. For example, when we're doing telemarketing for technology companies, some clients ask us to just target London or only focus on insurance companies or they only want to meet with the CTO level role and no one else. Now, the logic is sound as focus is good, but the problem with that is that these areas may not be where current opportunities sit. And we need a sufficient reason why, for example, really busy CTOs should see you right now. So it's imperative that you do some target market research to try to identify sufficient sectors that have likely needs that are accessible based on what you offer and into the job roles that allow a foot in the door. The second point is to find a compelling reason to engage. Too often, technology providers rely on the calls alone to do the job. We know that you're good at what you do and you've got good credentials. We know that buyers use what you offer in broad terms. The problem is that the same can be said to your competitors, and many of them are already entrenched and contracted with your target customers. It's a crowded marketplace, and especially in bigger companies, change isn't easy or quick. So what's likely to overcome inertia? It may be that you can't overcome contractual relationships, but you can trigger interest in a speculative initial meeting if the proposition is genuinely strong enough. So again, Do your research to identify the real needs of your customers and you'll have more reason to engage and you'll get more effective calls. The third point is to understand the sales process and sales pipeline. Many of our clients want leads that are BAN qualified, that's budget, authority, need, and timescale. Now that makes sense, but It has a couple of flaws. First, given the contractual and budgetary situations in most large companies, bank-qualified leads aren't always possible in the short term. And that's especially the case where companies have long-term contracts or are halfway through their financial year, for example. So, therefore, if the requirement is only for leads where there is budget and a need within three to six months, you may lose out on future opportunities with the right companies if you ignore these as part of the current sales cycle or success criteria. It's also 
much tougher to generate leads that meet all of the bank criteria. That doesn't mean it's impossible, just that it will inevitably take longer and will be much more challenging if you only want to meet insurance companies with 1,000-plus employees in London at only CTO level that only have an immediate need. How many of those do you think there are, and how easy might it be to even reach the CTO? My next point is to work out how much each lead is really worth. The revenue from a successful sales conversion can often be in the tens of thousands through to the six-figure point and beyond. It's important, therefore, to evaluate what a lead is really worth. One recent client told us that they believe that they'll convert 10% of meetings to a sale, and a project is worth a minimum of £100,000. Now, whether you consider 10% conversion rate to be too low or realistic is a separate subject. What is important, however, is to understand the cost of sale, both of the telemarketing activity to generate the lead itself and the cost of goods to service the client. If the net margin is, say, 30%, we know that one sale equals 30% profit. If it takes 10 meetings to achieve one sale, how much telemarketing is needed to generate each of those meetings? Companies may measure this differently based on the length of contract or even the lifetime value. Whatever the approach, it's essential to work out the ROI and how long you're prepared to do the calling for until you convert. And my final point is to support your campaigns with other marketing. I mentioned this earlier. Some technology vendors are active in providing support to the telemarketing activity. That could be in the form of email marketing, pay-per-click, or social media adverts where callers can target as priority calls those clicking through or opening the email or even making an inbound inquiry. Some organizations run webinars and seminars that can form part of the phone sales process in order to start building a pipeline and a database of future callbacks. Web demos can be even a halfway house and a method of qualification towards a face-to-face -face meeting and may even be easier to secure. Some technology uh, providers generate content and distribute that through social media platforms like LinkedIn that can also be used in conjunction with calls to reach those targets. Whatever the approach, the warmer the call, the more likely your callers are to be able to deliver on objectives, the number of leads you need, and to reach your sales goals. If you can provide impetus through other forms of marketing, that will inevitably speed up the process. So, to get the traction you need and the leads you deserve, make sure you really think about the best approach. Take the time to get these five factors right from the outset and you'll see the results.